good, baby, yeah, it's time to go. Come and kick it with the host with the most mojo. Got the number one daily podcast in the game. MC Matty Pace, I came to entertain. Your one-stop shop for everything dope. Make you laugh, make you think, and I'll even give you hope. So while you laid back with your phone in your palm, subscribe and log on, MattyMoShow.com. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Matty Pace coming at you live from the Matty Mo Show, the host, the most mojo, kicking off episode 1392, ladies and gentlemen. That's right, episode 1392, where I'm about to enhance your mood and attitude. But if this is, however, your first time tuning into the Matty Mo Show, thank you for lending me your ears and attention. Second off, hop into the iTunes podcast section where you can subscribe to the Matty Mo Show and have every episode up there for free listening down low. No, but without any further ado, it is my distinct honor and pleasure to deliver straight to episode 1392, the one where I'm about to enhance your mood and attitude. Why, ladies and gentlemen? Because it is Monday, and just like each and every week, I'm ready to kick it off by bringing you that heat with tonight's Epicast entitled Monday Inspirations, ladies and gentlemen. So first off, hello and welcome to the number one way to enhance your day and week while we kick it off fresh with another iconic edition of Monday Inspirations Best, where, as always, I have some positive, inspiring, empowering and empowering feel-good news stories that you will not hear anywhere else, I guarantee it. Now, all the stories for tonight's Epicast are brought to you by goodnewsnetwork.org, so be sure to go on and check them out, and if you'd like to visit one of the three stories that you do hear, I have taken the liberty to attach each individual link under a brief description of each story on my latest blog post up at mattymoshow.com entitled Monday Inspirations, baby. But without any further ado, let's jump into the first story of the night now, shall we? Now, last week, if you recall, we covered a story about Michael J. Fox and all he's done and is still doing for people with Parkinson's. But this next man featured in this first story of the show will touch your heart as well as prove that no one else's opinion of you has to become your reality unless you allow it. Enjoy the following entitled, The Inspiring Story of the Parkinson's Painter Who Finally Followed His Dream, published by Good News Network, November 7th, 2021. 13 years ago, after being diagnosed with Parkinson's disease, a 65-year-old military veteran and social worker decided he would turn his dark diagnosis into a positive opportunity to fulfill a lifelong dream. Now, Norman Greenstein is known as the Parkinson's painter. In high school, he was a prolific doodler, but the dean of an art school told him he would never make it as an artist. I showed him my work and he said, the problem with modern art is you can spit on a canvas and call it art. That's what he thought of my artwork, so I didn't do it. Norman put his dream aside and supported his wife and three children with devotion. He flirted with his passion over the years, but reality and responsibilities always overtook his longing for creative expression. After Norman was diagnosed with Parkinson's, he talked to his son about finally embarking aboard life as a painter. My father has continued to fight through the burdens and struggles of his afflictions in order to continue to paint, his son Gabe Greenstein told GNN. Inspired by this, my brother Stephen and I started what would become a project involving our whole family in order to help spread awareness of our father's work, his experience, and his mission to help others with Parkinson's. An online gallery was launched to feature the colorfully bold canvases, and in Gabe's spare time, he interviewed his father for a memoir called Spit on a Canvas, The Journey of the Parkinson's Painter. In 2018, Norman began selling his first paintings with galleries exhibiting his work. The team is also working on 
on releasing Norm's first digital NFT art collection. 20% of all sales is being donated to Parkinson's Research Foundations as well. And you can watch the video segment from the Today Show up on the Good News Network page and see more of his artwork at parkinsonspainter.com. But how about that for a way to kick things off, man? I mean, it just goes to show just how wild it is, how much power that one person's opinion and judgment that caused him to wait so long before pursuing his passion. But it's still just as beautiful, man. So shout out to Norm and everybody involved in his family, on his team, and making this possible to raise money and awareness while also proving a point to the doubters, man. I love that. And now it's time for our second story of the show. And this one right here is absolutely incredible, baby. Get ready for a not-so-ordinary wedding ceremony. You know what I'm saying? Detailing something that you would never in a million years guess happened. Enjoy the following entitled Lifeboat Volunteers Rush from Crew Members Wedding to Rescue Six People in Seven Minutes. Published by Good News Network, November 1st, 2021. Lifeboat volunteers in the UK rushed from their crew members' wedding to rescue six people and took just seven minutes to get from venue to boat. The lifesavers were lined up the aisle, creating an arch for newlyweds Ashley Whitcomb and shore crew volunteer and his wife Cheryl. Moments later, their pages went off and they raced to rescue a group stranded on a small beach near Ilfracombe in Devon. Wedding photographer 39-year-old Becky Payne said they'd literally just got married. He went outside and just after we took a couple of pictures they had to run. It was pretty exciting. Royal National Lifeboat Institution lifeboatman Lee Hanks said, we hope the pagers didn't disrupt Ashley and Cheryl's special day too much, although I'm sure it's something that they're both used to by now. It's not the first time the pagers have gone off at a cruise wedding, and I'm sure it won't be the last. Lee added that the conditions for the rescue were challenging, but the crew rescued all three adults and three children who got stranded on a paddleboarding trip in the southwest of England. England. The group were uninjured and taken back to the shore following the rescue on October 28th. Later in the afternoon, the lifeboat crew drove past the seaside wedding venue again while on a training exercise and were pictured giving a wave to the newlywed couple. So there you have it. And how cool is that, man? I mean, the fact that this seems to be a regular thing for them, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely is crazy. But it's awesome to hear stories of true heroism for the greater good. And I am happy that I got to share that one with you baby but now it is time to close out our show with the third and final story of tonight's episode and in honor of veterans day i have a very special one to take us out so enjoy the following entitled one of britain's last d-day veterans returns from france completing his final mission and 68 years of charity published by good news network november 5th 2021 one of britain's last surviving d-day heroes returned home from france after completing his final mission and got straight back out collecting for the 68th consecutive year. 96-year-old Harry Billinge has completed what he described as his last duty to pay tribute to his fallen friends who died on the Gold Beach during the landings in 1944. He traveled back across the channel to support a tribute recording the names of all 22,442 service personnel who died under British command on D-Day and the Battle of Normandy. And after collecting at least $67,000 
office towards the construction of the memorial, he said he was incredibly moved to see the names of his fallen friends carved in stone during the unveiling last month. But instead of coming home to St. Austell Cornwall to put his feet up, Harry has already been out collecting again to help maintain it and build an education center on the site. He has now spent an incredible 68 years raising money for military charities and said his newfound celebrity status meant people were queuing this week to put money in his tin. Harry was a former chair of the Cornwall branch of the Normandy Veterans Association, president of the Royal Engineers Association, and collected for the Royal British Legion Poppy Appeal for 64 years. In 2018, he turned his support to the Normandy Memorial Trust, where he has since raised more than 50,000 euros through collecting at his local market. Having returned from France, Harry described himself as tired, but happy. He added, I don't think I could give you words to it about how I felt. It was very, very moving for me and it still moves me now. I had a wonderful time because everyone there knows me now in Normandy. Harry was just 18 in 1944, serving with the 59th Independent Squadron of the Royal Engineers when he was part of the first wave on Gold Beach. At the memorial, which cost nearly 30 million euros, which translate to about 40 million US dollars and was funded by the British government and private benefactors, Harry recounted how overwhelmed he was to see the name of his friend, a brother in arms who died on Gold Beach that day. I found a couple of my mate's graves there, namely a man called Leeds. He had a three-week-old baby at the time when he passed away. He died in my arms. My generation saved the world. Everything I've done has been for the memorial. I'm not a proud man, he said. Pride is a deadly sin, but I am very happy that I was able to collect money and do my bit. So there you have it, and what a powerful closing statement from a true hero and honored veteran. I know I myself and many others out there, thank you for your service. So it's stories like that, man, that I really love having the ability to share with people, especially around Veterans Day, because I think we all overlook our history more than we should, man, sadly. But hey, it's okay because it's stories like that and moments like that that make it all worth it, man. Beautiful stories and a great show tonight, but now I would like to share with you this week's quote of the day, which is, there are two paths you can go by, but in the long run, there's still time to change the road you're on. And that was said in Stairway to Heaven, if you recall, about 50 years ago. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, but the show isn't quite over yet. Stick around because that final thought is coming at you live in three, two, one, let's get it. There's never just one path in life because times will forever change. No matter the circumstance, it's what you do to work and grow through it that matters more than anything else. If you're willing to put in the effort, be willing to accept all that comes along with it. It's never a matter of if, it's a matter of when that matters most. Shift your perspective to match your actions and know that you can. You've got this. All right, ladies and gentlemen, so there you have it. Another phenomenal day in Epicast in the books and a beautiful little way to kick off your week where, like I said, said, baby, I feel I brought you that heat, but I hope you enjoyed this week's stories. One more time, feel free to go up to goodnewsnetwork.org and check out those three stories and many, many more that they have up there that I'm unable to share with you, man. I usually try to pick the three that I think are best going to please people and also try to like make you think a little bit, you know, depending on how I'm feeling, you know what I'm saying? But regardless, man, they have a lot of great stories and it's better than the news that you turn on and watch TV. I'll tell you that. But anyways, man, thank you so much for stopping by and rocking out with me and make sure you check back in with me tomorrow night for a beautiful little Tuesday epic cast all right but as for right now this is Maddie Pace coming at you live from the Maddie Mo show the host the most mojo saying one life one love I'm out